0: Authorization successful. Access granted. Exiles and Archives file. The Diary of Commander Sosimo. Unverified. Entry number 734, estimated. The documents they forged for me say I'll be turning 65 in a month or so. No big deal to us, but here it's significant. Not like retirement party, gold watch, cake, significant. No, everyone who makes it to 65 here just Dies. They go to sleep at night when they're 64, and then don't wake up in the morning when they're 65. Folks are sad when this happens, but they also celebrate it as an achievement. They made it all the way to the end of their cycle, after all. Big bonus points with old Gov for that. My kids all grown up, got a life of their own. I told them all I thought I could, you know, safely and all. Hope it's enough. They've joined a family group too. Got a kid on the way. I won't get to stick around for that. Folks helped me when I got here. Said they'll sneak me out. Arrange it to look like I got burned up in a freak accident. <laughs> They're amazed that I'm not gonna keel over like a decent citizen. Probably some of them at least uh, just don't believe it. Didn't ask where they got the body. Plenty of bodies out in the desert, I guess. More desert every day. I know what they want me to do for them. I agree. On condition they leave my kid, their kid, their kid's kid, and so on, out of it. They promised. I don't believe them, but, uh, what else can I do? Entry ends. And welcome back to Splinters of a Broken Sun, Chapter Three. So I'm your master of ceremonies, Matt, and I'm going to let the players introduce themselves this time because I'm not as much of a monster as everyone thinks. So uh, let's just go down the list as it appears here in Discord and introduce yourselves and your characters.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Keekers, and you can find me on Twitter at beaspacecat. I play Kevajarma the Team Mom and hi! I hope you all enjoy our podcast.
2: I'm OG Brown Sugar and I play Mave Sentis. I'm off the grid, so you won't find me anywhere.
3: Audi, I'm Mike Blood and I play Emran Park. You can find me on Twitter at GoodSirBlood. I hope you enjoy. Hi,
4: I'm Jason. Uh, I'm found at at Singing Chemist on Twitter, and I am playing Zonin Chan, the Hat Making Man.
0: Perfect. Thank you. So last time. We had a bit of a shock as, you know, your, your town was apparently destroyed. And you escaped, made your way to what you learned eventually was called the hub. And you've been trying to figure out what the heck this is over the past six weeks, which is how long it's been since the last session. Each one of you chose a personal goal uh, that you did individually, and you had a group goal as well. So I'm just going to take a minute to go over what happened with all of that. So Keva. Keva was concerned about water. So after more than a month of searching, Keva was not able to find any larger sources of water, but she did start to notice places where water was and where water should be. Uh, She carefully examined and dismantled a sink and a fountain, and found that both were connected to a large pipe. She was able to start following this pipe, but it leads to places she hasn't been yet, and places that may not be safe. So that had to be saved for a later time or a later team expedition. Maybe today. Emrin was concerned about food and also wanted to train now that his eyes aren't working quite the way they were. So he was trying to learn how to trap spiders for food. He sustained a number of wounds in the process and nearly gave up. But you're able to find what is essentially a scout's handbook in the shops. That includes diagrams on how to make proper traps, and with the help of someone else on the team to describe the diagrams to you, you're able to build a trap and you catch a centipede the size of five goats end to end. Uh, You've penned that down in the food court. Zonin was looking for hat-making supplies. Most of the textiles that he found are old and tattered, but he could make them work for a hat or two. But more excitingly, he found a set of hat-making tools in a style he recognized as well as a more complex set of hat tools that he didn't understand yet. They do come with a manual though, and it has pictures. With this he could soon start making more advanced hats and headwear from a wider variety of materials. Maeve started translating or working on the three books that were left to her by Lean. The first two books are written in code. The last two books, well, the last book has those stitched together pages we talked about in the hidden library with newer vellum and parchment filling in some gaps in between the older yellowed paper. The new parchment and vellum contain, as far as we can tell, Lean's best guesses as to what's missing in the gaps, in the same pictographic language. It looks like the language that Maeve has started learning, a language with many thousands of different characters. That book will take a while to translate. Inside the first book, there is a hastily scrawled note that was not in code. It reads, Maeve, I hope you know that I love you like the daughter I could never have. You're a wonderful woman and the most clever girl I've ever met, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise, on any count. Listen to me. There are people out there with ideas that will seem strange to you. I don't know exactly where you'll end up, but some of those people and ideas are good, and some, scratched out, many are not. Remember who you are, my magnificent Maeve. Take care of your friends. You all deserve better than this. In fact, there's no one more deserving. These books are yours now. I trust you'll be able to figure them out. The knowledge inside will be some armor against the weight of the larger reality to which you are now being born. We will meet again. With all my heart, Isabel crossed out. Lean Sosimo Yang. P.S. If you reach the hub, unchain the ghost. Go to the desert and find a Mandukai. She will help you. As a whole, the team decided to explore the shops, and... In so doing, you found a whole bunch of loot, which will be posted on the Tumblr account if you want an entire accounting. But in general, there was some good stuff in there. Enough food to last them until now and water, but not water to last them much longer. And so we open. All of you are in the hotel lobby where you've been camped out for the past month and a half. What are you up to?
4: I believe I'm just waking from a nap wearing my sleeping cap, the necessary hat for anyone who's sleeping.
0: Yeah, of course. You can't sleep without it. I swiftly replaced the
4: sweeping, sleeping cap with my waking cap uh, in order to wake up faster.
1: Um, earlier, uh, if this was earlier in the month, you would have seen Keva working on a project where she was braiding together a bunch of of this tough blue canvas that we found um, to make kind of like a rope for people to use to help guide Emerin around but um, she finished that a long time ago so now I guess she's kind of just checking in on everyone like how did you sleep?
0: How did you all sleep? Emrin, um
3: looks rather pale off in the off in his own corner and he's um he's going through his daily morning ritual of um, putting up his hair he seems to be rather wan and um, he is blind now but he's doing a thousand yard stare with his eyes open
0: you've been having dreams Emrin and you can see in those dreams not quite like before, a little different and you've been seeing things that are strange and not around you of course those are just dreams How'd you sleep, Maeve?
2: Like I said, what is sleep? I'm probably just on autopilot, flipping through books and trying to herd the menagerie of insects away from them.
0: They do keep crawling all over the place. Are you getting used to it by now, or is it still annoying?
2: It's obnoxious when they're crawling uh, through words I'm currently reading, but otherwise it's just kind of a reflex now to herd them away.
0: That makes sense. How is your rest, Zonin, now that you're awake?
4: I sleep like a baby. Nothing can ever get me up.
0: That's good to hear. So your water supplies are almost out. You've got enough food for a little longer. You're starting to be able to decode with the help of that uh, character's book that Maeve found and the the other language learning books. Starting to be able to decode some of the signs around the hub as you explore.
1: Has um, Maeve read the note from Glean recently, or did that just happen, or, you know, was that a little while ago?
0: Well, as soon as she opened the first book, the note was right there, and it wasn't in code. So whenever that happened is when she read it. What do you think, Maeve? How long has it been since you read that note? Maeve? Uh, maybe four or five weeks. Okay. And what of it have you shared with the rest of the team?
2: I just shared the last part about, uh, unchaining the ghost.
0: Unchain the ghost, go to the desert, find Mandukai? Yes. So what have y'all been thinking about that?
1: The thread person is a ghost now. So now we know that. Um, but I guess I, uh, Keva was thinking like, okay, uh, That's a good idea, but water first, you know? Have to make sure we all don't die of dehydration.
0: Okay. So, Keva, you're pushing to try and follow those pipes down deeper into the hub. Yes. What does the rest of the group think about that? I'm on board, but we
2: may have to deal with the beast trapped in the lower corners.
3: The creature is perfectly harmless as long as it's behind the pegs.
0: The centipede doesn't seem to leave the pen so long as you're feeding it.
1: Have we named it?
0: I vote chitter. What was that? I vote chitter. Chitter. Well, it's your bug, so I guess that's its name. Score one for Emran.
1: Um, Keva is like totally trying to distance herself from it because you know she just well not just but she lost her pet and she's afraid that maybe um Chitter won't last that long
0: well, Chitter is a pet sort of in the same way that fish are it's just kind of it's there you can look at it but it is a big bug There's not a lot you can do to train it or interact with it beyond that. So do you all want to head down and look at it? Or, uh, that's the direction you have to go if you want to follow the pipes anyway, down to the lower level.
2: I'm keeping an eye on it. Also making sure we're feeding it spider bits so it acquires a taste for those and not us. (laughs) Wise, wise.
1: Good thinking, Maeve.
0: All right, I'm going to drag you down to the lower floor map. Okay, there you are.
1: So did I tell you guys my plan about the fountain? No. Uh, You know, once we figure out this water problem, water will be coming in through that pipe, so we could try to grow food there. You know, use it like a big plot.
4: That's fantastic. I've never gardened before.
3: Neither have I, but I'm willing to give it a shot. That does involve us following that pipe down, doesn't it?
1: Yep, does indeed.
0: So you've seen where the pipe comes out from the sink. We'll say that you got you dismantle the sink over here in the East Shops, where I've just clicked, and uh, you found that the pipe is connected, as far as you can tell, to all the shops, the washrooms, everything. And the pipe appears to lead north through the door in the northeast here, just next to the stairs.
3: Maeve, do you think unchaining the hub ghost will somehow cause the water to flow again?
2: I was just about to say we might want to do that first. Even if he can't fix the water, he might be able to point us in the right direction so we're not just
0: roaming aimlessly.
1: If you think that's what we should do, then... By all means, let's go ahead and try it.
0: You're going to go talk to the ghost?
2: Uh, before talking to the ghost, I want to examine that big wall of glowing buttons to see if I understand it a little bit better now.
0: Okay, let's head upstairs then. To the main floor. All right, you come up the north stairs to the main floor and down to the ghost house or ghost pagoda, whatever it is. Uh, so M- Mave, anyone else going into the control room with Maeve?
4: I'll join. Sure. Same here.
0: All right. So you're looking at the wall of colored lights and the symbols in different languages below them. You can make out a good number of them now, but you do need to refer to your, your book uh, fairly regularly to figure it out. But it's showing things like uh, maintenance, water and plumbing, electrical, whatever that means, Um, transit, what's the word I'm looking for, transit platforms, exit, transportation, uh, all these different things, and most of them, as we mentioned last time, are red, which, if you've been looking at the manual that you found in this room, means bad. So the ones that are green that you can see, one says emergency power, and that one's green, but it's flickering from time to time, kind of like the lights outside flicker. And there's another one that says uh, something intelligence. You don't know the first word yet, and that one is amber, which means that there's a problem. Pretty much everything else is red.
2: I will go speak to the ghost about the emergency power.
0: Okay. You go outside, the ghost greets you, uh, as usual. Hello. Hello. Welcome.
2: Tell me about the emergency power.
0: Emergency power runs on the emergency backup generators. Emergency power is rated to last for up to 500 years. In the event of a catastrophic power failure, emergency power will keep all passengers safe and sound. There's no need to worry.
2: Where is the emergency generator located?
0: Emergency generator is located in lower maintenance. Are you the intelligence? Hello. Welcome. I am. Hello.
1: I don't know if that's a yes or a no. I'm going to go with a yes.
0: It's starting to get into that weird stuttering thing again as you ask it more complicated questions.
4: Ask him how his day is going.
0: It's hard to tell if this thing is any particular gender, but it, the. We assume intelligence, the thread person or whatever, seems to respond to whatever you call it.
2: Maybe if we address the emergency power situation, his cognitive abilities will improve
1: hmm yeah hold on one second hello ghost
0: hello welcome
1: where does the water come from
0: water is located in maintenance one
1: how close is that to the emergency generators
0: emergency generators are on lower maintenance below maintenance one
1: Okay, so they're close to each other.
2: Sounds like regardless we'll need to be heading to Maintenance 1.
3: Looks like we have a rather direct route then.
0: Are you the maintenance workers I requested? Yes. It has been six weeks since I requested maintenance. It's a big place. Do you require access permissions? Indeed we do. Please hold still. Uh, Who's standing on the footprints right now? It was Keva,
1: right? Uh, yes. Keva and Maeve, probably.
0: All right. You both feel a tingle go through your bodies. It kind of tickles. Access permissions granted for maintenance. Lower maintenance. I think that should do it, then.
1: Seems likely.
0: Please conduct maintenance swiftly. Systems non-operational. Will do. What in the world does that mean?
4: There's only one way to find out.
3: Reboot. Okay, so what's
2: next? Back down to maintenance one, I guess.
0: Okay, you head back down the north stairs to the lower level. You see Chitter sort of curled up in concentric circles inside the pen. It appears to be asleep. And, uh, yeah, you're not entirely sure which door leads to maintenance, but it's a good bet it's the one that where the pipe goes that Keva found. Up there.
4: I say let's go for it.
1: All right, uh, Zonin, do you have like a maintenance hat?
4: Uh, that's a great question. The answer to which is yes.
0: You do have a hat for every occasion.
4: Yeah, I've got a. Uh, oh, I don't. Is denim a fabric we know exists?
0: You have found a fabric like denim uh, in the shops here.
4: Cool. Um. And I can't, I uh, can't read English, right? No. Uh, is it cool if I found a hat that has like a name tag "Roy" on it, like you see in those old mechanics, like nineteen fifties?
0: I don't see why not.
4: Then I put that hat on.
0: <laughs> Most likely, you would have found it in one of the maintenance booths that you found so far. Maybe it was on a skeleton.
1: One of the three skeletons that we found? Was it only three?
0: There weren't a lot of human skeletons that you found. You found three human skeletons, uh, two very large rat skulls, and one unidentified but extremely large skull and skeleton.
1: Did that um, unidentified one have sharp teeth?
0: It did not.
1: Well, there's my T-Rex, uh uh-uh theory out the window.
0: So what are you going to do?
4: I'm going to stroll up to the door and push it open.
0: The door does not open.
4: I'm going to push harder.
0: You continue to push harder, but the door is just not opening. I
2: will walk up to it and say,
0: maintenance. The door slides open.
2: I
4: loosened it up for you, but thank you.
3: I'm learning that perhaps a softer touch is better applied.
0: You feel as you... Are you going through the door? It's very dark.
1: Um, yeah, but maybe we have like a torch or something we can whip up to be able to see if there's no way to... Like no lights down there.
0: Yeah, you can make a torch. Maybe out of a spider leg or something. Or a chair leg.
1: Chair leg, old, decrepit, like, fabric that we can't use for anything. Probably rolled up on the end.
0: Okay. You make a torch. I'm not going to make you roll for that. I mean, it's you're just making a torch. You're putting some rags on a stick.
1: Dun, 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 da-da. Boom, 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 boom.
0: Congratulations. You have discovered fire on stick. Who's going to Who's going to hold it?
3: I don't mind holding it.
0: Okay. Uh so as you pass through the door, you you feel a bit of a tingle again as you're going through the door. And there's a sort of angry noise when uh Everyone other than Mave and Keva walks through, and the door starts to slide shut if anyone other than them starts to walk through.
3: What's that noise? It sounds like metals grating. What's happening? What was that?
1: I agree. You guys.
2: Maybe we should have gotten everyone maintenance access.
4: Well, I can head back up, and we can go get some, I believe.
0: Do you want to do that?
2: Yes, and we should gather more torch materials.
0: Okay. That that gets done. We're not going to take extra time to go through all of that. Uh, so, yeah, you you all go up and you take turns getting maintenance access. The ghost seems to be... It hasn't really displayed much of a personality to this point, but it does appear to be getting impatient uh, as more and more people come up and request maintenance access. But...
1: Hey. Some of us are plumbers. Some of us are electricians. I don't know why it has to be so huffy about this.
0: Well, it, it seems to be just a little bit huffy. All right, so you all get the you all get the the tingles going through you. You grab some more torch materials, head back down to the door, and it happily lets all of you through this time. Now, uh, once you're through, it slides shut again.
1: Is it um? During that time, can I say that Kevin got together some tools, like some tools that she assumes are for plumbing? Uh, okay. Like a wrench and all that, so I can Super Mario Brothers it up?
0: Yeah, all right. You may have found something like that in some of the kitchens, maybe, or the maintenance shack from last time. You, you can have some basic tools.
2: I had given Emrin the little utility belt we got from the skeleton in the locker in the
3: Mm -hmm. control room.
0: Noted. Congratulations, Emrin, you're the party pack mule.
3: This makes me feel important.
0: So the hallway you've entered is very dark, as I mentioned, but with the torch, you're able to see the walls on either side, and you can also see the floor and the ceiling. It's not that high. Uh, there are pipes running along both walls and also if you remember back when you were in the crater uh, four years ago, you saw those multicolored roots that were all brightly colored, thick roots that were like red, yellow, green, blue, and so on. Uh, you see some of those going along the wall too.
1: Kevin's gonna kind of carefully like reach out to touch them.
0: Uh, they're they're very smooth. They feel sort of like the floor upstairs and outside in the food court.
1: Interesting. The,
0: the pipes are they're sort of like metal.
1: So Emran, just so you know, we're in a dark way is a bunch of roots, like we saw all those years ago, and some metal pipes.
0: I'm
2: taking one of every color.
0: You're trying to pull them off the wall? I mean, they're about as thick around as your arm. Ooh, never mind. I meant like small pieces. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you go at it with a knife, you could... You find that you... Well, do you try to go at it with a knife?
2: I will make a mental note and come back later.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know if that's a good idea, Maeve.
0: Alright, so I've moved you over to the maintenance map. Uh, so the hallway you're in is is fairly short, and it leads up to another door. And, uh... Yeah, I mean... If you go up there, it'll open... Like the door to the food court did. Emran walks forward. Into the... Through the the door, sorry? Yep, sorry. Okay, so you enter a large space now. It's big.
1: Keva's gonna follow behind him.
0: Alright, you both enter the large space. Um you can hear the sound of dripping water somewhere in this big, dark space.
1: Well, that's a good sign, I think. There's water.
0: As you move forward, uh, are you moving forward into the room or just standing at the entrance? Or what are you doing?
3: Emeryn would continue to take very cautious steps forward.
0: Okay. Uh, you start to feel... Just through the the, the texture of the ground, the way that your feet interact with it, that there is moisture on the ground. And the further into the room you go, the deeper it gets. So
3: Emran's going to stop once the water gets up to his ankles and uh, he'll turn around and say, It seems like this room is some sort of reservoir.
1: Possible. Um, What do, what do I see? since I can see.
0: Uh, you can see that the floor is cracked and damaged as you go further in, which has allowed for water to build up a bit more in the cracked and damaged bits of the floor. So the tiles that uh, are near the entrance have sort of chipped or broken away, and theres it's, it's almost like it's eroded away or maybe been dug out somehow so the, the floor is very uneven, and there's water all over the place. Uh, it's a little... it doesn't smell great.
1: I don't know if this is exactly a reservoir or not, because this looks, like, damaged and moldy.
3: Well, if the water's leaking, that would explain why it's not going through the pipes, right?
1: Very Probably.
2: I will stick to the walls and very gingerly follow the dripping noise.
0: Okay, which wall are you going towards? The right one. Okay. You head over to the right side, and you can see the the floor is less damaged along this wall, and the uh, I mean the light doesn't reach too far. It's just a it's just a torch that you've got there, but you can start to see large shapes along the walls. Uh, there's something like in ranks in the middle of the room. And that's about all you can see. Just large boxy shapes.
3: Emren will walk over towards Maeve to offer more light. Can I discern a somewhat
2: shallow path to the big box in the middle of the room?
0: To the one in the middle of the room? Maybe not but let's take a look. Uh, let's try and... Well, at the moment, it looks like the big shapes in the middle of the room. It's like a large square. Here, let me let me draw it in here. I'm sorry, that last part cut out. Hello? Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I think I just got dropped for a sec there.
0: Okay. So in the middle there, uh, can you see those shapes I just drew? Yes. Yes. so there's like an island with rows of boxy shapes on it, uh, surrounded by some eroded or broken tiles, and then water around it.
1: I wonder how they built all of this.
0: Just putting in some shapes here to show you the edges of the uh, corrosion.
1: Anyone want to go for a swim, or doesn't mind getting wet?
4: I've never swam before, therefore I'm willing to give it a shot. I feel compelled to try.
1: That wouldn't be a good idea if you don't know how to swim.
4: I don't know. Have a swimming cap.
0: (laughs) But uh, you are compelling that aspect of yours, so.
4: Yeah, I won't know if I don't know how to swim until I try.
0: So you you splash your way in there. Just gonna put those aspects there. Uh, So as you splash your way in, in, Zonin, you find that the water's not actually that deep. You don't have to swim, but you do have to wade. Because by the time you're getting close to the island, the water is getting up to about your abdomen level.
4: Can I try swimming regardless?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, knock yourself out.
4: Should I use an approach?
0: Um, what type of swimming are you trying to do?
4: Well, I I want to look like an expert at it, so I want to try some some sort of flashy uh, stroke.
0: Okay, and you've never swum before?
4: No, not at all.
0: Okay. So you'll need to make a good roll for this using your flashy approach. Uh...
1: That was only a one.
0: So that's not a good roll. How how cool does it look, everybody? Am I doing it? Uh, So that was your... Sorry, that was an overcome that you were doing there. Um, You are trying to do, like, a cool water flip, uh, but you've underestimated how... Resistance works in water, and instead, you've just kind of twisted your your ankle a bit. Oh
4: no.
1: You so, know, that, that was a good first try, Zonin.
3: It sounded like he was drowning. Is he okay?
1: Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> uh,
0: he does appear to be falling over uh, and having difficulty holding himself up in the water, thanks to that twisted ankle. You're going to go ahead and put the temporary aspect uh, twisted ankle on your sheet there.
3: Alrighty. righty. starts to wade in the water towards him. I'll
2: shut after him and hold up the torch so it doesn't douse. Right.
0: Okay, you wade in towards um, Zonin. I mean, he's just just sort of in the middle there and uh, floundering a bit. But presumably you'll be able to find him and steady him. Uh, so do, do you want to carry him to the island or back to the entrance, Emran? Emran will just
3: essentially offer him an arm and carry him the rest of the way, or help to do so anyway.
0: Okay.
2: I will shout directions. I'm right behind Emran, holding the manual high above my head so it doesn't
0: get wet. Good idea.
1: Despite the fact that, like, all her friends are going in the water, Keva's really hesitant, because that water just smells like ugh.
0: Yeah, it's, like I said, it's not a good smell.
1: Do you guys think you need me, or... Uh... Can I just stay here?
4: You can stay there, but the water's
3: real nice. You should stop drinking it.
2: If anything besides us is moving in the water, let us know.
0: Oh yeah, sure. There's nothing else moving in the water right now, but uh... You're, you've all been shouting to each other across the water and splashing around, right? Yes. Oh, okay, no, just, just checking. So, Zonin and Emrin, you make your way to the island and Mave, you're going with them?
2: I'm right behind Emrin.
0: Okay, you get over to the island. So, with the torch here, that I, I guess Emren's holding, you can see that these are a series of large metal uh, boxes. And the metal boxes, some of them have what appear to be levers or handles on the side. Lots of lights. The lights are out. And uh, there's enough space in between. There's two rows of two rows of five. And you can walk in between them in any direction. So there's 10 of these total boxes that are about twice your height.
1: Since they're over there with the lights, can um, I see that? Like from on the other side?
0: You are personally in the dark, but you can see the light over on the island and uh, the three of them.
2: Did my vassals follow me down here?
0: There are some bugs here, but the ones that came down with you don't appear to have been able to get across the water.
2: Okay, I'm just making sure. Except for the flying ones. Okay, I was just hoping there wasn't like, you know, they pulled a lemming and were just falling into the water.
0: They're bunched up. Well, you can't see all the way back there. But if you could, uh, they would be bunched up along the edge of the water, sort of hopping back and forth.
1: I feel like Keva might be able to feel that.
0: It Depends how close you're standing to the bugs. Ooh... So the other thing about these big metal boxes is that they're covered in dust and cobwebs. The cobwebs are unusually thick. Maeve, Zonin, what are we seeing here?
3: Some thick webs. Should I get my spider hunting front down here?
4: Uh, Does it look like the webs... like You said cobwebs. Does it look like it's functional spider web? Or just build up?
0: You'd have to take a look around to see if you can see any active webs.
4: All right. I'd like to investigate these webs.
0: Okay. That's going to be a careful roll. You'll need to do that and get, uh, get an average roll, Unless you're just going to like walk around, hoping to step on one, in which case you can just do a quick or forceful.
4: I'll try to be careful. That's another one.
0: Did I say average or fair? Average. Okay. So you, you made it. You look around, and you do find, stretched between the towers at the far end, what appears to be a sort of active web. The strands look newer, fresher, and sort of glistening. There are a couple of bugs uh, on that web, actually. Or you assume they were bugs at some point. They've been wrapped up in cocoons. uh, And are one of them's dried out. The other one uh, appears to still be slowly kicking. And it's... It's a very large bug. It looks like I... a fly of some sort, but uh, it's the size of your torso.
4: Gross. I relay this information to Emron and the rest of the group.
0: While
3: Maeve is off doing that, Emran just um, is slowly just feeling one of the uh, metal pylons.
0: Okay. Uh, As you touch the pylon, you start to hear something. Can I focus on it? Yeah, if you make a careful roll, and I'm just going to oppose that, don't mind me, so make your careful roll.
3: As you can see, that is my best aspect.
0: Yeah, you got a a mediocre roll there.
3: I would like to burn a fate point to re-roll.
0: I'll see what the opposition is first.
3: True enough. It's just going to be a plus eight, and I'm going to cry.
0: Okay, so you've tied with that one. Just got a couple more rolls I want to make, so they also made a mediocre roll, whoever that is. Could I help them? Maybe after this. This is sort of an active uh, opposition at the moment. Okay, you definitely hear that group.
3: I like the sound of that.
0: Okay. So you hear noises coming from three different directions. One of the noises that you hear is a loud... Buzzing yeah, yeah kind of like that. A loud buzzing that's like. Bzz. The other noise that you hear is a series of Tituk, And the last noise that you hear is a sort of chittering mass like. They're coming from three different directions. So Emran just shouts, brace yourselves.
1: Yeah, do the rest of us he- hear the bug noises?
0: <laughs> once uh, once Emran has alerted you to that, uh, yes, you do.
4: It almost sounded like all the sounds together make the sound of that a song from the end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Is that fair <laughs> to say, or is that not the case?
0: Sure, why not? None of your characters would have any reference for that, but...
4: You do. But I'm enjoying
0: it. All right. Oh, nah. Oh, nah, nah. Oh, nah. So you hear what you are able to figure out is the sound of swarms of insects coming towards you from three different directions. Of course, you're still in the dark. You have one torch. Emran, you're able to hear them well. Anyone else might be able to hear them well also, but... uh, you're not in an ideal situation right now. I'm going to say not ideal.
4: I make my way to a position where the functional spider web is between me and the insects.
0: You can probably get yourself between the web and one group of insects, for sure. Uh, this group uh, coming from the north. OK. Oh, wait. Sorry, that, that group's in the wrong place. There we go. Uh, no. So. There's one group that starts coming up out of the ground beneath your feet. And these are burrowing insects of unusual size. Beetles, um, termite-type things, and so on. And they're about the lengths of your arms and legs, each one. I roll to disbelieve. Okay. I think that would be a clever roll because you're trying to trick yourself. No, that must be a sneaky roll. You'd have to roll against your clever. That's how that would work.
3: Or I can beat them to death with a torch.
2: That might work. How hungry do you think Chitter is right
0: now? You well, we feed him regularly. Probably not too hungry, but you never know. He's not here, though. Yet. So, uh, this is a conflict into which we are entering now. Mm-hmm. which means I'm just going to go ahead and grab all of your uh, quick scores. Has anyone changed your quick score?
1: No. Nope.
0: nope. All right. That makes it easy. I think everybody had one quick. Yep, everyone has one quick.
1: Um. Can I? Well, Kev is separated from them, but... So obviously if the bugs are faster than us, they'll go first. (laughs) Uh,
0: Some of the bugs are faster than you. Others are not.
1: Okay. I I guess I've figured out what Kev is going to do. But um, seeing that a bunch of bugs have just sort of appeared in the light, she's got a shield hat 2.0 out and a knife ready.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, you can see the three Situation Aspects here, Uh, actually there should be four Situation Aspects, I forgot one, there we go. So the Situation Aspects in here are Very Dark, Very Dark, Still Water, Foul Smell, and Thick Webs. So those can be invoked or compelled by you or against you, by you or by the swarms here. I'm also going to just go ahead and put the information of these groups. These are MOOC groups. So up until now, the only things that you've faced have been um, full-on enemies who have been built similar to you. A MOOC is a little bit different. It's a little bit simpler.
4: Is a MOOC a gangster from the 1920s?
0: Sort of. They can be.
4: Yeah, you Mook. MOOC? I don't know.
0: In this case, they aren't, but often they they would be.
1: You dirty
0: rat! So who's going first, Matt? Well, a couple of the swarms are going to go first. I'm just going to drop their information in here, though, so that you see what's happening. Oh I'm I'm missing a swarm. I'm just going to double up one of them. There's actually four swarms. Sorry. I'm just going to double up one of them. I'm just going to use the token that I made for your chitter for this. I'll assume I can't pull
2: a Kerrigan and become a queen of another swarm. (laughs) I'm into it. That's not what I want at
0: all. What even is that? Okay, well. I guess the final swarm is just going to be represented by this bug. Or roll 20 could crash. That's possible also.
1: I want to vote that one of the swarms should just be, like, the giant caterpillar from a bug's life.
0: (laughs) So you've got basically four swarms. There's a crawling swarm, which is boiling up from the ground underneath this island that you're on. And that's made up of things like beetles, uh, aphids, and so on. Bugs that dig. You've got a leaping swarm. It's made up of things like grasshoppers, locusts, crickets, other bugs that jump. You have a flying swarm, The flying swarm is flying bugs, obviously. Mosquitoes, flies, stuff like that. And finally, you have a stinging swarm. These are bugs with venom or other types of pinchers or pokers that are unpleasant to experience.
4: Is it obvious to us uh, the threat of the stinging swarm compared to the other three?
0: Well, you can't see much because it's dark, but so no, it's not obvious to you right now.
4: I don't intuit it in any way.
0: Maybe once you don't we have... get to your turn, we'll be able to try and make some guesses.
1: You don't have to worry about them as much. They're not on your side.
0: Good point.
2: I am making it for that side, though. The maintenance doors will close behind us.
0: I really want this thing to go away from my screen. Can anyone else see a big bug in the middle of your screen? Is it just me? must be just me. Oh well. Is
4: it on your screen?
0: (laughs) Maybe there is. What a coincidence. So the how mooks work is they have two aspects. They have two things they're skilled at, which they get plus two on, and two things they're bad at, which they get negative two on and then a certain number of one-point stress boxes. Now in this case, I'm just going to go through these uh, bugs. Grab another copy of this one because the audience isn't seeing this map anyway so it doesn't really matter. But Matt, my immersion! My immersion is ruined. This is the current layout of the room. The Stinging Swarm and the Leaping Swarm are coming out in the south end of the room, near where Keva is. The Flying Swarm is coming in from the middle, flying towards the island. And the Crawling Swarm is coming up out of the ground below Zonin, Maeve, and Emerence' feet. Now the first ones to go are going to be the Leaping Swarm. Because they are the ones that move unpredictably and are good at ambushing. Oh boy. So the Leaping Swarm leaps at Keva and they attempt to... Oh, not that close. They attempt to sort of batter you uh, to the ground. So they're gonna make a forceful roll. Well, they're gonna make a roll at plus two. Okay. Because one of the things they're skilled at is battering things. Okay. They've rolled a one. So you have to determine how you're going to defend.
1: (laughs) Well, she kinda has her shield up and and I guess she will, uh, forcefully defend. She's just kind of gritting her teeth and just sort of like, oh gosh, why this? Why bugs?
0: Yeah, it's pretty gross. Okay, I have put the swarm info on the left of your screen there. So each swarm, as you can see, has an aspect right below its name, then what it's skilled at and bad at, and its stress track. Each one of those stress boxes (laughs) is worth one stress. I I love you and hate you, Matt.
4: (laughs) Are you going to read these out for the sake of the
0: audience? Sure, Uh, as we get to the swarm.
4: Okay, I I just really wanna hear the flying swarm. In fact, uh, I'd love, given the opportunity, I'd love to read their aspect.
0: Well, they're coming towards you, so when it's their turn, maybe you can tell us about it. Keva, what are you doing? Oh,
1: no.
0: You're gonna make a forceful defense roll?
1: Yes, with All that right. shield.
0: Okay, give it a shot. Roll your forceful. You rolled twice. <laughs> we'll take your first roll. Uh, you got a four there, so that gives you three steps over their attack, which means that they are taken quite aback by your firm defense. They were not expecting you to have a shield for one and to be strong enough to withstand their assault for another. So they start bouncing off your shield and the sound is just awful. Uh, and it's like you're being battered constantly, but you're you're able to hold, hold them for now.
1: She's holding the line here.
0: That's exactly what you're doing. Uh, I'm going to put... An aspect on the leaping swarm because you get a boost over them with that roll. Uh, what would you? What should we yes. call that boost?
1: Numbers decreased. <laughs> I don't know. Heads bashed in, maybe.
0: <laughs> sure. Let's call them disoriented. And that way, someone can maybe uh, invoke that at some point. I've added disoriented to the leaping swarm. As this is happening, at the same time, the flying swarm rushes in towards Zonin, Maeve, and Emrin. Uh, who's closest to the west side of the island?
4: Well, I was investigating those webs, so where does that put me on the island?
0: i will put you on the northern end, near the crawling swarm. Like over there. All right. I'm just going to put them behind you. Uh, so, Maeve or Emrin? Who wants to get swarmed?
3: I nominate myself for for being bopped.
0: Okay. So the flying swarm comes in. And they're just flying all around you and battering at you with their wings. Um, some of them have, you know, hooks or long proboscis or stuff like that. Uh, so they're basically... their plan is to distract you and keep you from being able to act. So they're gonna try and create an advantage on you. And this is something they're good at. So they're gonna get a plus two on this attempt to basically distract you with the loud sounds and the battering of their wings. And if you could see, they would be blinding you as well, but uh, that's not what they're doing right now. Obviously. Okay, so they've rolled a one to create an advantage on you. How do you defend? I I smack at them with the torch. Okay, you're waving the torch around to try and scare them away. Uh, That sounds like a quick roll
3: really good at quick roll so this should go well
0: alright as you can see I'm really good yeah you've rolled a negative 2 there uh, do you want to do anything about it I think I'm just going to burn a fade point to re-roll which aspect will you invoke to do that
3: I'm thinking um, I'm going to start so what happens is um, I start flailing just erratically but then I remember that I'm strong and if I can just swing my um my my torch purposefully then I should be able to take them out
0: okay so burn that fate point and give another shot perfect okay you've tied so they're uh, able to create an advantage over you uh, because on a tie they still succeed but it's at a cost to them so they are singed by the torch that you're swinging at them which uh, gives them a stress I'll say perfect
1: probably some of those bugs are dead now but the numbers still a large number
0: yeah it's, it's a swarm so they're not uh, they're not so easily dissuaded now the crawling swarm and the stinging swarm are about the same speed as all of you but they are surprising you right now so I'm gonna have them go first the crawling swarm is right underneath crawling swarm is right underneath Zonin. And they're going to try and pull you down to the ground and swarm over you. So they're going to try and knock you over. And that's going to be an advantage they're going to try and create. And they're not good or bad at this. So it's just be a straight roll for them.
1: So if he gets enveloped in them, then it will be kind of like uh, Kingdom with a Crystal Skull with all those
0: ants. Ugh. It won't be pleasant. So they've rolled a 1. I'm rolling lots of 1s with these mooks.
4: Uh, can you describe my immediate surroundings so I can kind of make an educated rebuttal?
0: Uh, you've got those towers surrounding you. There is the, um, spider web a couple meters north of you. And the ground is a mix of tiles and cement and dirt, and the bugs are coming up through those parts.
4: Okay, um, I guess to avoid it, I just want to quickly make my way north um, to try and get to those webs on the other side, so I suppose I'll be making a quick roll.
0: Yeah, if you're trying to get away, make a quick roll. Also one. Okay, so they've tied, which means that they'll get to create that advantage unless you want to do something about it. Um,
4: I do, uh, but I don't think I can justify using a fate point.
0: Okay. Uh, So the swarm, as you start to run away, they're latching onto your legs, crawling up your back, it's very gross, and uh, the weight of them and the way that they're moving starts to pull you to the ground, Uh, and they have created the advantage prone on you. Okay. So you now have the boost twisted ankle and the aspect prone. Finally, the stinging swarm, bees and stuff, and other stinging insects rushes out from the east and heads towards the nearest target, Keba. They're good at one thing. Well, two things. But that's hurting people. And they are just coming at you stingers first while well, you've got your shield pointed towards the leaping swarm. They are attempting to just stab you in the back. So they're going to make a roll and they're good at they that. They
1: are- oh sorry, they are hurting my friends.
0: Well, some of the bugs are. Okay, so this stinging swarm has attacked you. They've rolled a two. How are you going to defend with them coming towards your back?
1: Oh, boy. Um,
0: you could try and dodge. You could jump in the water.
1: Yeah, uh, jumping in the water seems like a very good <laughs> option. But, um, you know, she's kind of... I'm going to try to like do a feint and then actually jump in. like.
0: Okay, so that's going to be a quick roll. So make your quick defense roll. Okay, you roll the three which means yeah. that uh, currently you're beating them, but they are blades in the dark, so I'm going to use one of my GM fate points in this scene and put my roll up to a four.
1: Okay. So that would mean I'd have a one at a yeah. loss there.
0: They see you heading towards the water, and they, a wing of them swoops around to flank you and try and drive you back onto land and into the waiting heads of the leaping swarm that's still battering against your shield
1: it's it's like a one-two punch going on here on both sides
0: yeah it's almost as if there's an intelligence here they're working together
1: oh boy um
4: a hive mind so to speak could be (laughs) very sorry
1: Well, I mean, I think I'm going to call in the aspect to get a plus two there of animal magnetism. Keva has been around bugs and knows how they work.
0: Sure. So you are able to anticipate their anticipation of your anticipation and double cross them. What's the word I want to double fake them out. So burn that fate point and you're able to jump into the water, roll underneath their flanking wing. And they chitter in disappointment. Okay, now it's you four.
2: Are my bugs doing anything?
0: Uh, They're just hanging out, still at the edge of the water.
1: They're not helping me.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, some of them are getting crushed by the larger bugs that are rolling around in here. I need to find what these bugs
2: are eating and feed it to mine.
3: (laughs) Emran would like to um, just start frantically waving the torch.
0: Okay. So are you... Are you waving it frantically, or are you using that discipline that you found during the last exchange when they attacked you?
3: I think I'll actually rely on trying to um, almost daredevil uh, this flying swarm and hear them coming as they're trying to batter me and then swing swing the torch in time.
0: Okay. So that's going to be either forceful or clever. You know what I want. Yeah, clever.
3: Exactly. My highest approach.
0: Okay, go for it.
3: That turned out better than I thought.
0: Okay, (laughs) you rolled a one. Uh, They're going to attempt to evade, and this is the Flying Swarm, so um, they don't have any particular ability with this one way or the other. They rolled a zero. So they're not able to... Pardon me?
3: Sorry to interrupt, I was just saying that this is further proof that I'm the best at killing.
0: Seems that way. Okay, so they are going to, uh, basically get burned by the torch. And that's one shift, so they take another stress. Who's next?
2: This hive mind theory totally throws my plan into disarray, because I was going to try to eat their alphas and establish myself.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I mean, if you could find it, maybe.
2: You know what, I'll do that. Uh, I'll try to see if there are any particular bugs that are maybe directing the swarm.
0: Okay, so you're going to take a look around, basically. Uh, you don't have a torch, right?
2: I do not, but I was, like, right next to if that helps at all.
0: Okay. It might actually be better for you if you look away from the torch, because if you're looking at the torch, then that's going to be giving you night blindness, essentially. Whereas if you're looking away from it, your eyes might be able to adjust and let you see, Bill, in the dark. I'll do that then. I I
2: will channel my many sleepless nights in very dim lighting reading books.
0: Okay. So I want you to make a careful roll because you're searching for something. All right, hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have them roll too. Okay. Uh, you look around in the night and you don't see anything. I would like to add my stunt into this. Which stunt are you using?
2: The spider and the fly. So just like the spider does the fly, I will. I will very. I will very meticulously. Scan and wait and get plus two since I'm trying to create an advantage by carefully appraising a foe.
0: So right now you're you're doing an overcome. You're trying to overcome the stealthiness of the enemy. Oh uh, now the spider and the fly, from what I understood, was something that required you to take time to do. We talked about true. that being like a careful detailed approach. Yes. Do you have a different aspect you could use?
2: Uh I would probably I might invoke if you have the will you make the way, because I know that I'm not getting out of this through speed or force so I'm gonna have to outsmart or scare these bugs into line.
0: Okay.
1: Sheer willpower.
0: You look harder. Uh, As you look harder, you are able to see something. So that brings you up to a three. That's a one shift success. You can see there's something extremely large in the northeastern corner up near the ceiling. As if it senses your eyes on it, it scuttles away further up and further west. But there's something there. Can I keep my eye trained on it? Yeah, you can keep watching it. Uh, Who's next? Zonin or Keva?
4: I'll go. Um, I want to try and jackknife uh, back into the water. Um moving toward the cobwebs.
0: All right. So that's going to be an... I guess that's an overcome that you're doing. Uh, you're moving quickly?
4: Um, no, I'm trying to do something acrobatic, like, because I'm, I'm currently prone, so I was going to kind of, like, roll backwards and then vault myself using my arms into the water.
0: Now, if you want to clear your prone status, you have to take an action to do it. Otherwise, you're the, the most acrobatic thing you can do is try and roll awkwardly into the water.
4: Mm, okay, I'll try that then.
0: Okay, so you, you basically you want to get up.
4: Yeah, while getting off of the island where the bugs are trying to knock me down.
0: Okay. So to get up, you need to roll, I believe, is an average overcome to clear that prone aspect.
4: All right, and which approach am I
0: using? Well, you tell me. How are you doing it? How are you? De- how are you trying to get up against the force of these bugs holding you down?
4: Well, yeah, I want to. I want a jackknife. I want to roll up and then try and do a cool ninja thing.
0: Okay, so use your flashy.
4: Huzzah!
0: Now yeah, you've done it. So you're no longer prone, Keva.
1: <sighs> well, Keva's in the water right now, so. Um, I am (laughs) going to try to, like, surge back out and smash as many of the, uh, Leaping Swarm with my shield as possible.
0: Okay, so you're going to make a forceful attack against them.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Okay, go for it.
2: Would I have been able to alert everyone to the presence of, uh, the Director before my turn ended?
0: Yeah, you can make a shout.
2: Let everyone know that I'm hunting the head of the
0: Hydra. (laughs) Uh, So that was the Leaping Swarm you were attacking.
1: Yes, and it was only one.
0: Okay. And they are good at getting out of the way of attacks. Now they roll a one. Uh, I'm going to use another of my GM fate points and invoke the still water aspect against you of the situation. Because you are in the water, and you're carrying a heavy shield, and you're trying to leap out of the water with a heavy shield to attack the Swarm. I'm going to use that to give them a let's see a plus 2 bring their roll up to 3. Okay,
1: Oh, sorry. I was pressing the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't use any of my stunts because those are more directed towards if the thing is attacking my friends.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, they you leap up at them and they get out of the way. Uh, and that's that's all that happens there. Which brings us to the end of that exchange, and the top of the next one. Now, as mentioned, only two of these swarms are actually faster than all of you, so they get to go again. The flying swarm is going in again at Emrin, and they are trying to basically trick you, or make you so disoriented that you fall into the water. So they're going to try and create that advantage on you, fallen. And that's the kind of thing they're good at, because it's a distraction. And they've rolled a three! Finally, I'm rolling over ones. Please tell me their
2: aspect is called classic misdirection.
0: You can see their aspect right over there. That aspect Uh, is, uh, oh, Zonin wanted to read it, do you want to read the flying swarm aspect, Zonin?
4: Do I ever? Let me get my best voice here. They're in my eyes, they're in my ears,
1: they're in my mouth!
0: Yeah, that's the flying swarm's aspect.
1: Oh, so good.
0: So,
3: despite the fact that they're in my eyes, ears, and mouth, Emren is going to just forcefully stand resolute.
0: Okay. So give it a shot. Darn it. Dang. Uh, Okay. So in that case, Emren, you fall into the water. Your torch goes out. Indeed. It's now dark for everybody. There is no torch. Welcome to my world. Okay, and the Leaping Swarm gets to go. They see that Keva has come out of the water. Oh, great. They resume their attempts to knock you over, essentially.
1: Too bad. I'm already wet.
0: And they've rolled another one. As it turns out, Matt, one is not the loneliest number. Apparently not. There's a lot of them around.
1: Well, two can be as bad as one.
0: Maybe you can roll a two on your defense.
1: Yes. Keva is... (laughs) I'm going to roll she's carefully trying to, like, dodge out of the way or, you know, kind of like, Ugh. Okay,
0: show me what you get. Is there some reason you're... I don't, you're, are you double I don't clicking? know
1: why. I don't know why. I, maybe I'm holding it down too long, but, yeah, we'll, we'll take the first one, which is a zero.
0: Yeah. Is there something you can do about that?
1: Hmm.
0: I forget, you can also invoke situation aspects if you can think of a way they'd help you here.
1: Why why, yes, indeed, the torch has just gone out, so I'm guessing these bugs uh, can't really see that well either.
0: Those are them that require vision, yeah.
1: So I guess I will invoke that and um, when you invoke a situational thing, is you could just could just add two or what?
0: It's the same right. as invoking any other aspects. you can re-roll or you can add two.
1: Okay, so I'm going to add two, so that now I I do have a two.
0: All right, so that brings you up to a two. They are going to invoke their own aspect, though, because they're very good at knocking things over. So they activate their bop it aspect, and just as it seems they've run out of steam in the dark, another round of them sensing your movements through their wings launches themselves at you, and you take a stress.
1: Okay, is it a one-shift...
0: It's just a one-shift attack, because they're going to be going up to three, and you have two.
1: Okay, that is now marked.
0: All right. You've taken a stress. Finally, I've damaged one of you. Uh, All right, and that means it's now over to Team Hero, because the stinging and crawling swarms are slow.
1: To be honest, though, you've already emotionally damaged us.
0: Well, yeah, but that's just my job. It's expected.
4: All right, well, I'm going to attempt to uh, use my plan to bait some sort of insect to get in, into this web. So I want to move over to uh, the webs.
0: All right, so you, I mean, you're in front of the webs. You want to try and trick the swarm into getting into the webs. And don't forget, it's, it's pitch black now. So you need to be careful not to fall into the web yourself uh, as you're doing this. This is true. So what's your your plan? Is it to make some noise so they come towards you and then leap out of the way?
4: Um, I, it's my, it's my hope that I can get on the other side Oh. to use the webs as protection.
0: Okay. Uh, in that case, you're going to have to get around the web without getting stuck in it, which is careful.
4: Can I go under the water?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can go over, find the water in the dark, get into it, swim around, find the edge of the island and climb back out on the other side, yes.
4: Oh, so it's, um, oh, okay. So the webs are across the island.
0: Yeah, right up there where I clicked.
4: Yeah, okay. Um,
0: Can you you click there again? I'm sorry. Right there.
4: Well, I'm smart enough to know that, like uh, my my relation to the edge of the island beforehand and I know that I can trace the island. When I get in the water, I can kind of trace my movement along the island. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just use my wits to kind of stay safe and and get out of the way here. All
0: right, so this is a careful roll. You're gonna need to overcome uh, a careful, you need to carefully overcome this obstacle and that's gonna require you, because it's pitch black, to make a good roll. A plus three.
4: Okay. Ho-ho! Hey, you did it. I did not see that coming.
0: Yeah, it happened. So yeah, you do exactly what you described. Wonderful! Come get me, bugs. They hear you and and begin to lurch towards you. Who's next? Emran. So
3: when what when, when they um knocked me over, that the fallen gives them a free invoke,
0: right? Yeah.
3: Okay. I thought I would have to overcome it, but that's not how that works.
0: Yeah, you can try to overcome it before they get their free invoke. They haven't used it but yet.
3: In that case, I would like to stand up.
0: Okay. Now, you are currently underwater, and you're disoriented, Uh, blind, and, you know, your torch is out. So this is not going to be easy uh, to make sure that you get up. You get up in the right direction. You don't stand up directly and shove your head into the flying swarm. It's going to be complicated for you to do. So You'll need to make, uh, I'm going to say, either a careful or clever roll, and it's going to need to be good.
3: And good is plus three, right?
0: That's the one.
3: We're going with careful.
0: Do your best, Emran. That's close. It's close. Can you make it closer? If only. Oh, no? okay. Well if not, then you're you sort of you thrash around in the water, you're able to find where the bottom is, but you just can't quite get your footing. You're just too disoriented and waterlogged right now. So Emran does his best um, fish impression. <laughs> uh Mave?
2: Despite the torch going out, can I keep an eye on where I think that thing might have gone?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're. You were already looking away from the light, so your night vision is a little better at the moment than the other folks. So it won't be easy, but you can try and see it.
2: Would that be a clever or a careful check?
0: Um, hmm. If you're trying to figure out based on, like, calculating where you think it went after you lost sight of it, that's clever. If you're trying to see it again, that's careful.
2: I'll go with clever. I'm actively trying to anticipate where it's going.
0: Okay. Okay, you've tied. You both rolled fives, <laughs> which is unusual to say the least. Uh, but right now, with a tie, you are able to see it at a cost. So you, uh, you uh, pinpoint the location of this creature and uh, you see it.